I have great news. I just saved 15% on my car insurance. Some of you may remember that commercial from Geico. I didn't actually, it's not like I have my phone up here and just filled it out. But um, in fact, I, I dread, I don't know if you've ever made the mistake of looking for checking the prices for car insurance. Uh, if you're not an adult yet, you haven't had to worry about this. But um, I've debated putting my parents' phone number in so they don't call me. I haven't done it yet, but I might. But there's that great uh, commercial about, this is great news. My life has been changed. And I thought of that commercial when I was watching the TV show, The Chosen. It's a wonderful, uh, so far, two-season series about Jesus and the apostles. And it gives kind of an interpretation of what might the disciples, the apostles, and Jesus have been like centered around stories from the Bible, but creating characters and personalities for each of them. It's a great show, and it's free. Free stuff is always good. But my favorite scene so far, there comes a time when Jesus meets Mary Magdalene. And he actually meets her several times. But it's the the final time that they meet in this particular episode, that is the most beautiful. When she saw him the first time, she didn't want anything to do with him. He tried to talk to her, and she just said, no thanks. But this time, I don't know what that was. (laughs) I'm like a dog. I get really easily distracted, so now I have to think it. There we go. So, this time when they meet, something very different happens. To set the scene for you, it's kind of a small courtyard. It's night, so the only light is coming from these kind of torches that are on the walls. And Mary is thinking she's just going to go out for a walk. And then Jesus shows up. And all he says, he looks at her and he says, Mary. Now, he shouldn't have known that because she was going by a different name at the time. Nobody knew who she really was. And she starts to cry. And he just looks at her again and he says, Mary. He is the first person in years to call her by her name. And then the most beautiful thing happens. So Jesus starts walking towards her and she walks towards him. And he embraces her. And he holds her in his arms. And he loves her with his heart. You see, for so long, Mary Magdalene had defined herself by her sins. So much so that she even changed her name. She defined herself by the mistakes that she had made, by the past that haunted her. That's who she thought she was. But then she meets Jesus. Jesus reminds her of who she really is. He reminds her that she is not her past. He reminds her that she is not her mistakes. She is not her sins. 
She is Mary, a beloved daughter of the Most High, invited to this beautiful adventure and journey with this mysterious Jesus. We have the same opportunity to be set free as Mary was. We have the same opportunity to be reminded of who we really are. Same opportunity to get a brand new start. It's the beauty of the sacrament of confession. We go in one person and we come out someone totally different. We come out as someone set free from sin. Someone who is as new and free and uh, uh, holy as on the day of baptism. When the saving waters that John the Baptist prefigured, when those saving waters were washed over us and we were made new in God's image and likeness. Confession does that for us. We come before Jesus and we say, here are my sins. And what does Jesus say to us in confession? He doesn't say, well, that's too bad. He doesn't say, thanks for sharing. Go have a great day. He says, you are forgiven. The most privileged experiences I have as a priest are in hearing confessions. I can never say it enough that sin is not exciting. It really isn't. When someone comes to me in confession, they're actually coming to meet Jesus. And it is in his holy name and by his authority, acting, uh, the, the, the phrase is acting as the very person of Christ, that I listen to sins. And even more and even more beautifully, I listen to grace. I can't express the unimaginable privilege it is to set someone free from sin. I cannot express in words what it's like to be able to say to someone, I absolve you. Not I forgive you. Sorry, I got a little excited there. Not I forgive you. I absolve you. I wash you clean in the grace of God. Be made new. So my friends in Christ, God is inviting us, especially in this holy season of Advent, to be made new. We're doing all kinds of things to prepare our homes for Christmas. So we need to prepare our hearts as well. Confession is the most beautiful way to do that. Do not be afraid. Allow Jesus to call your name. Let me rephrase that. Jesus is calling your name. Allow him to embrace you in the sacrament of confession with his grace and his love and to set you free. You deserve it. You really do. So if you're wondering, when can I go? Not right now. But you can go Saturdays, 2.30 to 3.30. And call our office and say, I'd like to make an appointment with a priest. 
Then we have our parish penance service this upcoming Thursday at um, 7 o'clock. Be a whole bunch of priests. They're all really good men. But most importantly, they are all Jesus. And so I'd ask you to allow Jesus to make you new. To set you free from whatever sins or mistakes you may carry. So that you may hasten towards the joys of Christmas. With a free and clean heart.